Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Today is the 10th of June, 2022. And I am your host, David Castle, a.k.a. Homage the Lion Killer. Hope you're all doing well out there, staying sane in these very insane times. I'm doing all right. Got a little bit of a sunburn. Actually, a real bad sunburn. Went out to the mountains yesterday, swam in a lake, rode the motorcycle around. It was pretty fun. Um, yeah, I got bit by a couple mosquitoes, did the whole thing. It was good times. So, got real cool show lined up for you today. Got a bunch of uh, music to listen to, real diverse playlist. And we're going to talk about the state of the economy. I'm going to go into some events that kind of primed the the population for what's happening today. And I'm also going to go off on uh, pseudo-intellectuals, which is uh, one of my favorite things to do. really hate those guys. But first, let's start with the economy. It seems like the economy is collapsing. I've been watching a lot of stuff recently, reading articles and, and watching videos of different economists and real estate specialists and whatnot that are calling for... Uh, some some tough times. And, uh, I mean, obviously they're kind of already happening, considering the price of gas, the price of groceries, price of everything, used cars, homes, um, electricity, everything. Everything is going through the roof. Inflation is getting out of hand. And uh, I believe that we're officially in a recession. Uh, apparently the official definition for what a recession is is Two quarters uh, that are in the negative. Ah, that's a terrible description. I'll get you the official definition. Let's see what it is. Session def. Uh, don't have access to my keyboard. Uh, a, a recession is a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced generally identified by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. Um, and I think we're definitely in that. Uh, the, the government might not be admitting it quite yet, but people who are privy to this kind of stuff are already seeing the signs that this is happening. I, I work in sales right now. I'm, I'm selling RVs. And we have way more people calling us to ask us if we want to buy their RVs than to, you know, asking if they can buy ours. So right there, that's a, that's a bad indication of where the economy is. A small, a small scale um, indication, but an indication nonetheless. So people are talking, people in the real estate market are talking about how it's a, it's a bad time to buy a house. And most people are recognizing that mortgage rates are going up. So it costs you more to borrow money. And these are the types of things that usher in a recession. So it's kind of interesting to hypothesize where where things are going to head right now. What is going to happen? Um, I I was pretty young when the last recession happened in 08. But I know a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people lost their homes, um, got their cars repossessed. Uh, because people who were living beyond their means... No, lo- no longer could uh, pay their bills. They couldn't pay back all these loans that they had. So they had to give all their shit back, declare bankruptcy and all that stuff. So um, 
these are really unprecedented times. Like the, this shit has never happened before. There's there's been recessions and depressions before, but the circumstances were a bit different. Now we have it's it's not like in 08 where there was the housing bubble and um I guess that had to do with I don't fucking know. I'm not a specialist on this, but the circumstances were different. It was more confined to the housing market, but now we're in like an everything bubble. Everything is overpriced. And there's way more money that is in circulation right now. Like they printed something like 70% of all money in circulation was created in 2020. So everything's all fucked up, (laughs) for lack of a better word. And um, we're really, I think times are going to get pretty tough. I think that uh, this is all part of the plan, part of the great reset, the uh, you will own nothing and be happy type of deal. And um, we saw them use COVID kind of as a catalyst to usher this all in. And you could say that it was unintentional, but it seems like this was all part of the plan from the beginning, or at least it was inevitable because the United States is so far in debt that it's amazing that we're able to even have the standard of living that we experience right now. Like we're like 30 something trillion dollars in debt. We, we have negative 30 something trillion in our bank account. How does that even work? How are we, how are we even alive? I don't get it. Um, But the only thing propping us up was the fact that everybody was using our currency primarily to trade oil. But since the the situation in Ukraine and us sanctioning Russia and making it so the Russians can only accept the ruble for their their oil, and they're a huge oil producer, that totally changes the whole global dynamic and the the global power structure. The world doesn't depend on the U.S. dollar as much anymore. The petrodollar is not going to be able to prop us up anymore. So what is that going to do to us? Um, I don't know. It could be tough times. People are talking about food shortages, uh, massive unemployment, massive inflation. So I guess the question is, what can we do to kind of prepare for that? I don't know, start a garden? community build, be in touch with your neighbors and and have people who are looking out for you. I really don't know, but it seems like what's happening is, uh, like I said, all part of the plan and uh, could be part of the depopulation agenda as well. They want to replace us all with machines, replace us with artificial intelligence because they don't really need us anymore. With where technology is right now, everything can be automated Um, artificial intelligence can handle much of what humans are doing right now. So we're just basically what they would deem to be useless eaters. Uh, We're just using up resources, taking up space, and they want to get rid of us. And the people in the billionaire class are pretty vocal about how they feel when it comes to that shit. They think there's too many people. They want to reduce the population. And, uh, We're seeing it right now. It's not like they can come out and just do it blatantly. They can't just roll up to people's houses like they supposedly did in uh, World War II and start ripping people out of their homes and just taking them to concentration camps and killing them. 
that doesn't seem like an efficient way to do it, especially now in the United States when people still have so many guns. Uh, so the way they're doing it is is kind of inadvertent and, and indirect. Not inadvertent, but more indirect. Um, where they are creating the circumstances where people can no longer thrive, where life is just going to be way harder for the average person and people are going to suffer and people are going to die from it. And it's fucked up. And you're seeing simultaneously the big push for gun control, especially by the left and just by the government in general. I mean, it's hard to distinguish between the left and the right these days. They're all part of the same gang, two wings of the same bird. But you especially see it with the left and with Hollywood and the news, who are the people who really mold the minds of the the public, the brainwashed sheep. Uh, They want to take our guns, and they're using these mass shootings as justification to implement this new gun legislation, to make it harder to get guns, um, to reduce the number of bullets your gun can hold, and to just fucking basically to disarm you. That's That's the whole... Uh, idea behind the gun control legislation. And then you could go into these mass shooting events and did they even happen to begin with? Did these people even exist who supposedly died? Uh, You could look into the shooter and, um, you know, his ties with the FBI, like who was really in on it. And there's so many holes in all of these events. And, you know, they all get deciphered by the conspiracy theorists and the people who are paying attention. And, yeah, most of them don't make any fucking sense. Now, of course, you got your your regular weekend in Chicago where like 50 people get shot, but that never makes the national news. That's a uh, That doesn't really fit their narrative. So once in a while, you'll have what we saw in like Uvalde or whatever it's called, the, the city in Texas, where it's just the most horrific thing imaginable. Some guy rolls into an elementary school and kills a bunch of children like it's it's absolutely terrible and this is the type of thing that they're beginning to normalize in order to justify the new gun legislation to get people on board with uh, handing over their guns and it's pretty obvious why they want to do that it's because now with with everything that's happening right now economically politically socially all these changes that are taking place are bad like they are really bad for humanity and for America especially because we've lived high on the hog for so long and shit's about to get so rough that you're going to want a fucking gun. You're going to want multiple guns and a lot of bullets for for no other reason than just peace of mind because think about what happened just in um, 2020 with like, first you had COVID and, and like, 2020, they really fucking went at us with the whole PSYOP. And it, it was kind of similar to 9-11, just the, the massive scale of the um, the attack on the public. Uh, but you had the, the pandemic, which everyone lost their jobs, totally never happened before, um, forcing people to stay home and, and nobody can work and massive layoffs. And, and then right after that, you had the George Floyd thing. And then uh, there was a few events where the fucking uh, white guy kills a black guy and they say it's racially motivated and it's all like on camera and people freak out and you have the whole Black Lives Matter protests and riots and uh, all kinds of shit like that. Now, where we're at is um, 
we have the collapse of the economy and and everyone it's shit's going to get like way worse so 2020 was kind of a little precursor to it but um man things if we could have be looking at food shortages now like we've had it pretty easy up until now once people don't have anything to eat that's when they become really desperate and um People do some horrific shit, and you could just look across the the planet and um, examples of when this type of thing has taken place. People become ruthless, and uh, it would be a good time to have a gun. So the reason they're trying to disarm us right now, especially, is because they're doing some shit that they know people are going to want to kill them for. I mean, it, it's simple as that. Um, so... If if everyone is telling you to to hand over your guns and that we don't need guns, it's probably a good idea to go out and and buy more guns and more bullets and stuff. Um, and it's funny too, just the hypocrisy that we see from these fucking pseudo intellectual douchebags who um, mind control the the stupid people who can't think for themselves, like. They say that nobody in America needs an AR-15, and then at the same time, they drop off, like, thousands of AR-15s in the middle of Ukraine for, like, anyone to go and grab. It's like, it it just makes no sense. It's such hypocrisy. Uh, Anyway, how about we listen to that new, that new Pusha T? You guys like Pusha T? I think he's got a good flow going. Pusha T and Kanye, Dreaming of the Past. I was dreaming of the past. It's levels, it's layers, so pray for the players. Uh, we hollowed the walls and back of bodegas. Uh, I got plenty, it's so many, yeah. They say, give me, he got plenty, yeah. Bruh, you niggas ain't flexing, you cramping. My weight keeping niggas on the bikes like Amblin. Weight loss, rent loss, scrambling. Now pass the champagne to the champion. My niggas get money, get money, get money. Like yay sampling. Gun stutter, make the drum line like grambling. MGM gambling, blew a small mansion. Annoyed cause this bitch calling Lon Von Lavin. Fuck who you stamping, them niggas just standings, not me. They censor and block me. You hollering top five, I only see top me. Award shows, the only way you bitches could rob me. It's level, this layers, so pray for the players. Clip him, baby, if he flinch at the price of Bottega. Uh. I got plenty, it's so many, yeah. They say, give me, he got plenty, yeah. Bruh, you niggas ain't drip, you dryin'. Kevlar in this Balenciaga jacket lining. You and your bitch income combining. I'm sending Lorraine Schwartz diamond mining. Find him. I came up with Enzo drifters, so you got to understand there's a difference. There's window stickers and window lickers. You know the type. Always trying to get in your picture. Always trying to get the dope through in your sister. We won't bagging up the work. Wouldn't be no dishes. Be no Christmas. Mistletoe. Be no kisses. Made a way for ourselves. We ain't need no wishes. Ah. It's levels, it's layers, so pray for the players, uh We hollow the walls and back of bodegas, uh I got plenty, it's so many, yeah They say give me, he got plenty, yeah Walking down like 
Society gets better with time Didn't have to reinvent the wheel Just a better design Critics, he's out of his mind Haters, he's out of his prime Yet, always where the money's at Like lottery signs Still I climb Rock star, third eye blind I was bored by these albums So it gotta be time No reward for the latter So it gotta be mine Huff and puff in the club Then I gotta be shine Properties all across the board This monopoly's mine Came a minister in my prime So I gotta be shine I used to watch the Fresh Prince and pray the house to be mine Could have bought it, but I ain't like the way the kitchen designed Born in a manger, the son of a stranger When daddy's not home, the family's in danger I got plenty, it's so many, yeah They say give me Alright. That's a cool song. That beat's crazy. Uh Pusha T's got a really cool delivery. I don't know if you guys should check out the clips. The clips was Pusha T and Malice, these two brothers. And uh <clears throat> got a bunch of cool music. Guess it could be defined as Coke rap. They talk about dealing drugs. Okay, so where were we? Talking about the recession. Definitely seems like it's happening. I mean, the stock market's fuck. Crypto, crypto's down. Um, the housing market is just overextended. People are getting way more money for their homes than what they're worth. They're asking for way more money than what they're worth. And uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to suffer the consequences. And ultimately, I think it'll be a, a necessary thing for the economy. Um, things can't go up forever. Things got to come down. It's like a forest. Forests, uh, need fires every once in a while to clean them up and, and to clear the undergrowth and, and make move, make room for the new things to grow. So this isn't something that is, um, unheard of in economics. It happens, but I also think it's something that is going to be used to the advantage of the global controllers and I think it is something that they ushered in and knew what happened. And they're going to be fine because they have insider information. They all sold the top. And then uh, they're going to buy the bottom. And uh, that's just kind of how it works. Meanwhile, we uh, we buy the top and sell the bottom because we're idiots. So, as I was speaking of earlier with the mass shootings and and how those are being used to justify certain legislation that they want passed and just this whole narrative of people shouldn't be armed. Um, it's interesting to go back in history and see the series of events that have led up to where we are right now. Uh, I'm reading this book, this book called OK Bomb. It's written by an author named Jim Keith. And this was written in the 90s right after the event happened. And I, I think I mentioned it last podcast, but it, it's it's interesting to to kind of see how this set the stage for these later terror attacks and just the the threat, the constant threat that someone, some lunatic could roll up and, and blow some shit up and kill a bunch of innocent people or shoot a bunch of people. And uh, I think they needed the Oklahoma City bombing in order to justify 9-11, uh, even though 9-11 had been... a I mean, the World Trade Center had been attacked prior to 9-11. Uh, but 
Oklahoma City was the biggest terror attack to ever take place on American soil um, before 9-11. And when that event happened, they blamed it on Tim McVeigh and kind of blamed it on conspiracy theorists and and far-right extremists. And right now we're seeing people demonize for for like the same type of stuff. You don't have people that are blowing up big buildings like what happened in Oklahoma City, but you still see that narrative that the people who are more conservative with their beliefs, um, people who distrust the government, um, people who have guns, they're, they're being demonized by the media and made to seem like they're lunatics or they're terrorists or something. So... Yeah, and then after 9-11, like, everyone was a terrorist. That's when they justified the Patriot Act and put that through, and you just had mass surveillance on everyone. And then now, what we have is just these these kind of lone wolf mass shooter events. And like I said, like, we don't even know if these people really existed, if these events really happened. Um, but they're certainly politicized and used for a purpose, so... Um, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because the Department of Homeland Security just came out with this news bulletin warning of an escalated risk of more terror attacks in the near future. So it's pretty much just them admitting that they're going to fucking keep shooting up schools and shit or and using their brainwashed minions to go murder innocent people so they can use it for their political agenda. Uh, I guess the thing to wonder will be what will be the scale of what's to come? Are we going to witness another event of 9-11 size proportion? Like, that would be fucking crazy. Something bigger, perhaps? Are they finally going to do the uh, the fake alien invasion? That would be fun. Uh, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but they did come out with the document. In fact, I downloaded it. Ooh, I'm going to read that. Give me a moment while I pull this motherfucker up. Blah, blah, blah. Downloads. Where are we at here? Mobilization. There we go. Wait, wait a second. Don't mind me. I'm just uh, looking something up. So this is a, this booklet that accompanied their um their post. And I'll put a link up to it as well, like the official Department of Homeland Security website. And it's just basically saying that more terror attacks are going to happen and that they're going to blame it on conspiracy theorists. So, let's see here. They have these things called uh, mobilization indicators. And (laughs) what these are is um, fucking, I guess, uh, hints that that somebody's about to carry out a... uh, a big fucking attack. Someone's going to go kill someone. So the first mobilization indicator is traveling within the United States or abroad to carry out or participate in violent extremist activity. So basically what they're saying is uh, anybody who's traveling is probably going to carry out a terrorist attack. They're going to engage in violent extremist activity. And the people who should be observing this are your family members and peers, social media users, community authority figures and members, and commercial sector representatives. So so anyone who leaves their house is, is a terrorist. Uh, number two, 
Engaging in threatening interaction or violently refusing to comply with law enforcement based on violent extremist ideology. So, begs the question, what is violent extremist ideology? That could, that could be anything. It's uh, anybody who believes in the First and Second Amendment, um, anyone who disagrees with the government, they can label you as this. And, and then when the cops come and raid your house and you tell them to fuck off, then you're really a terrorist because you're not, you know, you're not complying. Uh, number three, disseminating one's own martyrdom or last will video or statement. So, you know, your classic, uh, what the fuck do they call that? Uh, the thing that, that your manifesto, if you're talking about your manifesto or if you're just posting a video on a bit shoot or rumble or something talking about what's going on. Uh, Anyway, it's just fucking just all these examples of what to look out for and uh, just kind of preparing the public for more terror attacks and to always be aware of them and always be on the lookout. I remember going to New York City after 9-11. It was far after. It wasn't even, it was a fucking... 10, 15 years after. Um, but they still had, like, cops with machine guns and shit, like, on uh, on the subway, because I, I rolled into the World Trade Center, or where it used to be, at least. It was just, like, a big hole, because there's a train station under the World Trade Center, which didn't get fucked up by, by the bombings, supposedly, or the, the collapse, in quotations. Uh, but there was like still a super heavy police presence and just, you know, always in people's mind that, that the possibility was there. And you saw on on the subways all these signs saying like, look out for suspicious activity and uh, report any suspicious packages. And you would walk around the city and one thing I noticed was there was no trash cans. There was like nowhere to put your garbage. You just had to like, carry it in your pocket or throw it in the street or something. Uh, and that was weird to me. I'm from a tall, small town. We got trash cans everywhere. It's very clean around here. But in New York, no trash cans because somebody's going to put a bomb in them. But enough about that. Why don't we listen to some country, switching it up here. Highway man. I was a highway man Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastards hung me in the spring of 25 but I am still alive I was a sailor I was born upon the tide With the sea I did abide I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow and when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed 
but I'm living still. I was a dam builder across the river deep and wide, where steel and water did collide. A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado. I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below. They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound. But I'm still around. I'll always be around and around and around and around. Fly a starship across the universe divide, and when I reach the other side, I'll find a place to rest my spirit if I can. Perhaps I may become a highwayman again, or I may simply be a single drop of rain. But I will remain. And I'll be back again and again and again and again and again and again. Oh yeah, a little bit different than uh, Pusha T, but I think he was inspired by them somehow. I was a crack dealer. Okay, uh, talk about the uh, pseudo-intellectuals now. Really seeing these people just get caught in all their stupid beliefs. And uh, these guys are everywhere. A lot of the times they're college graduates. They're just thoroughly brainwashed by college. They probably watch the news, CNN, MSNBC, more of the liberal news channels. Although the people who watch Fox News aren't much better. Um, people in Hollywood, they're, they're all just these, ah, they think they're so smart. They love to tell people what to do. They think they know everything, but they're just such, they're so retarded. They're not, they're not as smart as they think they are. Um, one example would be these people who are all about the electric cars. And they think that they're saving the world by driving an electric char- electric car. And, um, you know, they're helping to reverse climate change. They don't know anything about weather modification. They can't see the chemtrails in the sky day after day. They'll never make a peep about that because they haven't been told to in college or on the news or in a movie or in a documentary or some shit. So they'll never speak about that. In fact, they'll call you crazy and ridicule you and actually hate you and probably maybe even call the cops on you because they'd label you a terrorist if you were to speak about that. But they think that they're going to reverse climate change by driving an electric car. And uh, they actually support gas prices rising because, well, they drive an electric car. It doesn't affect them. And this is their type of mentality. It's very, uh, what's the word? It's very douchey, definitely douchey, uh, pretentious, selfish, and uh, they, they just think they're better than everyone. And it's uh, the electric car thing is especially stupid because it takes so much, uh, so much 
child labor to to mine for a lithium battery. Like these lithium mines are some of the most atrocious, inhospitable places on the planet. And they're making these poor little kids like work there for fucking 20 hours a day or whatever. And they'll give them like a dollar. And this is where all your batteries come from. And uh, that's somehow saving the world. Like, I don't really get it. And then you have like just the more realistic approaches to, to these things with the numbers. Like, even if half of the people in the country were to get electric cars, it would totally overload the power grid. Like, shit wouldn't even work anymore. We wouldn't have the power to to do all this stuff. And then you could look at the way that electricity is produced, in America at least. It's all nuclear and coal, and both of those are were said to be harmful to the environment, cause climate change and stuff. So everything is just so hypocritical and it's so easy to decipher and look at and be like well that doesn't make sense uh but it doesn't matter to these people because they're just douchebags like total douchebags and uh they're so brainwashed by by college and and by the universities and by their supposed status in society because they have some degree that they just they think that they they can do no wrong and they think that they have the right to tell other people what to do. And um, they really look down on most of the people in the country and across the world for that matter. They think that, that you know, everyone in the flyover states, anywhere that isn't California or, or Washington or Oregon or, or the northeast of the U.S., uh, they think all these people are just stupid rednecks and... You know, probably at the end of the day would like to get rid of you guys or us. And uh, meanwhile, you look at the places where these people live, these these super liberal, um, I don't know if liberal is the right word because they're not very easygoing. They're kind of dicks and like they want, they're they're not liberal at all. They're not about being uh, laissez-faire or whatever. But anyway, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, you look at these cities, cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco and uh, New York and stuff, and they're just overridden with crime and, and homelessness and drug addicts and, like, it's really dangerous areas, especially places like San Francisco, who, uh, you know, real uh, beautiful town, one of my favorite towns I've ever been to. It's fucking awesome there. It has so much potential. But the way that it's governed and uh, the people there just make it inhospitable. Like, you can't even park your car. They're, like, people just come and break your window and, and steal all your shit. They're at the point right now where people just leave their car unlocked and then put, like, a, a sign in the window that says, there's nothing in here that you want, nothing valuable. I left the doors open. Go ahead and check. Just don't break my fucking window again. It's happened twice this week, you know, like things like that. And uh, that's because these these people who were all on board with the um, defund the police movement and how cops uh, do nothing for society and are just there to kill black people and stuff, which does happen. But there is a, a place for law enforcement. We live in a society and um, people need to be held accountable for their actions. 
And that's what cops do, or at least that's what they're supposed to do. If you remove that from society, then we descend into chaos. But you have these pseudo-intellectual people with this utopian idea of how the world should be that's totally unrealistic uh, who live in these towns and they're suffering the consequences for that now. So cities like San Francisco have stopped charging people for the crimes that they do. So what happens? Crime is off the fucking charts. You know, the property crimes are going nuts, dude. And like everything that comes along with that, just undesirable people, the drug use, the, the fucking shit dirty. There's literally shit everywhere. And you can't park your car. People will break into your house and robberies and killings and all kinds of stuff. And uh, this is the utopia, apparently, that, that these pseudo-intellectuals desire. Um, it's just crazy, dude. And then these are the same types of people who are, like, super on board with the transgender agenda. They're always getting offended on behalf of somebody else. So you really got to watch the way you, you talk around them and, like, the, the verbiage that you use because they might freak out at any fucking word. Like, you make a little joke or something, and then they just get super offended and hate you, which, for the most part, is fine because usually these people, like, 99.9% of the time, they're not going to do anything about it. They're just going to complain. Um, like, they can't fight. They're not going to beat you up. They're pussies. Um but it might make things awkward, especially if it's like a, I don't know, a friend of a friend or a, a relative, an in-law or something. Because we all know these people. So sometimes you got to walk on eggshells around them. But if it's just someone in the street, hey, go for it, man. Tell them the fuck off. They're not going to do anything. Um, They don't believe in God. In fact, they hate God. Which, you know, there's a lot of people who are not into the whole religion thing. And I totally understand that. I'm not super religious. But you got the types of pseudo-intellectual people who are so brainwashed by what they learned in school and what they've seen in documentaries and on TV and, and read in certain books where they actually hold this sort of um, this hatred for God and for religion and for anybody who, who is religious, like a vehement disgust. For anybody anybody who acknowledges that aspect of life, they just they just hate you. A little demonic, in my opinion. But to like compensate for that natural inclination that we had towards something spiritual and like belonging to something bigger, they've substituted that with they've substituted God with science. They're just all on board with science. Science can do no wrong fucking monuments to Dr. Fauci in their house and, uh, you know, triple vaxxed and boosted. And then, and then once they catch COVID, they'll be like, Oh, good thing. I was triple vaxxed and boosted. And like, just never putting two and two together. It's actually quite funny. Um, that how stupid these people are. And it's like, I don't know. Whatever the future holds for these people, they're such douchebags. It's like, they kind of deserve it. Absolutely. Uh, what else do they do? Definitely anti-gun, hate guns, but uh, definitely would like a person with a gun there when they need them. You know, like these uh, politicians are all surrounded by people with guns. 
Okay, wait. I'm gonna I'm I'm switch gears here. Stay with me. Stay with me. I should have played this song second, but I'm gonna play it third. Because this is Pusha T's brother, No Malice. This is a former member of their group, The Clips. Or Clips. Um, and his name used to be Malice. And he was he sounded just like Pusha T. And you'll hear it right here. He, he sounds a lot like Pusha T. looks a lot like him, too. But No, no Malice, which is his name now, he changed it. He had this like spiritual epiphany one day where he said that God or an angel or someone like literally tapped him on the shoulder while he was chilling in his house and he just uh fucking decided no more no more of the uh of the type of rap that he was doing no more clips and he he changed his life turned his life around um became a Christian and um kind of just what well, you could watch an interview about um with no malice about why he left the clips and you know how his mind had changed he's basically saying like dude how many people died or went to prison and ruined their lives listening to our music and like you know i was the soundtrack to their lives condoning this shit and now their life is ruined forever or somebody may have lost their life or or something like that and he says like you know, when he was on tour, had all this money, the, the the women, the drugs, the parties, the cars, the house, and, and and all this shit. He like looks back on it and he was like, dude, we didn't have that much fun. Like in order to justify what could have happened in terms of like prison time or getting killed, he's like, dude, it wasn't even that fun. <laughs> it was just it was kind of funny to hear that in an interview. It was like, damn, that's some real shit, dude. Someone who lived that rapper lifestyle and like watching his homies get sent to jail for life for shit, you know, because they were really hustling and, and doing all that uh drug dealing stuff. And he's like, he's just one day he's like, wait a second, what the fuck am I doing? It's like this isn't even that fun. <laughs> Alright, so check it out. No malice, fake news. Y'all should have been there when I told them to keep that little deal money. Look upon their face was like, is he for real? Real as any of them scriptures that you could quote. What made it real? Back I had said it when I was broke. I'm Rock Kim, had to tell him I ain't a joke. What did profit man to gain the world yet lose his soul? Lord knows, I am far from innocent. But dare I feed my brothers to the wolves that reap the benefits? Only for Whitey just to hit them with them sentences. Or that white tea just to leave them in remembrance. Remember Prince? Told you it's a catch to it. Take my catalog, I just as soon set a match to it. Money like a side chick, I ain't that attached to it. Ain't adding up, I done done the math to it. Keep the zeros, give it to them widows. Even how they dress now, we would never wear those. How they out here rapping, yet they claim they in the trap a lot. We don't bite, it's bang blue. Put them on the big screen, since they like to act a lot. We don't bite, it's bang blue. Said they never snitch, but we know that you a chatterbox. We like to laugh a lot. <laughs> we don't bite, it's bang 
what happened to the other brother Heard he in the church now Think he better than us all He only in curse now I ain't in Bible class Tucking my shirt now I'm running back in that fire Like towers had burnt down Handful of OGs Rest of them turned clown Threw his man under the bus He going to jail now Cool to tell now Even if you perjure Ain't that the truth I'm so sojourner Nat Turner Not Timmy I always kept a burner Seen within your verses Y'all get away with murder You're killing me Am I the only one feeling me? If so, I rap to myself like it's a soliloquy. Why this need for alternative facts? At 15, I sold soap as alternative crack. Now I ride the chili peppers in alternative tracks. My mind, how time fly, no turning it back. How they out here rapping, yet they claim they in the trap a lot. Put them on the big screen since they like to act a lot. Said they never snitch, but we know that you a chatterbox. We like to laugh a lot. <laughs> How they out here rapping, yet they claim they in the trap a lot. Put them on the big screen since they like to act a lot. Said they never snitch, but we know that you a chatterbox. One big joke, luckily, we like to laugh a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's fake news, he says. You would know. So it's an interesting dynamic. You got one, one brother who's uh, still all about it, doing his rap about the drugs and the street life, and then uh, you got the other one who's who's not doing that anymore. It's just interesting to see how life goes, isn't it? So as I was saying before about the pseudo-intellectuals, um, these are the people who were all about, and still all are all about, um, defunding the police and just getting rid of any sort of police presence. And instead of uh, sending a cop to respond to, I don't know, a domestic violence disturbance or something like that, they'll send a, a therapist to uh, de-escalate the situation. And, um, yeah, we'll see how that works. It's funny because the people who are going to be in the most danger from there being no more cops are these people. The very people who are advocating for the, um, the disestablishment of the police force. Like, they're, they're going to be so fucked because they're not self-reliant. They're not tough. They're not, these are the people who get crimes done to them because they're the soft targets is what they would be called in the military. They're people who can't defend themselves. And uh, it's just ironic that these are the very people who are fucking shooting themselves in the foot and, and putting their own selves in danger as because they want a virtue signal. And they're so brainwashed into thinking that uh, they're so right about everything. And they, they These are the types of people who react to everything emotionally instead of logically. And that's a dangerous way to be. Um, it's okay to be emotional under certain circumstances, maybe with your your family or your, your loved ones, you're in relationships, or when you're um, making art or, or trying to express yourself in that way. But when you're talking about 
things that impact people socially, um, things that impact society, politics, and, and things like that. There's no room for emotion because it's like you got to be logical. And these people are the opposite of logical. And it's ironic and, and very hypocritical that, that they hold these beliefs um, in science and, and things like that, which is supposedly based all on logic. But um, but it's not at the same time. It's all bought and paid for and totally corrupt and not based on real numbers or data. It's just all all political. So interesting stuff. And another thing you'll see this crowd do is they'll really try to demonize conspiracy theorists or anybody who disagrees with them and might take a, a different approach to some of these issues. They're so quick to to just shit all over these people and label them as being uh, lunatics or just crazy people, stupid um Conspiracy theorists. They hate conspiracy theorists, and they love to throw that word around. Anything that isn't said by a CNN news anchor or or the president or a senator or something is just a conspiracy theory. Anything they don't agree with. And they'll often, like, call you a flat earther. Like, they, they love that one. So the, the flat earth psyop is uh, one that's always... Um, in the pocket of one of these fucking pseudo-intellectuals. Love to throw that term around. And the more I think about Flat Earth and look into it, maybe it is flat. I don't know. I don't uh, I don't think that the people who believe the Earth are flat are any less intelligent than the people who think it's round. And, in fact, believing that the Earth is round is relying more on faith than to believe it's flat. Because... Most people, how many people have been to space? I don't know, fucking few dozen or something. But less than a hundred, maybe a hundred, is what they tell us. So the all the rest of the people are just going on hearsay. They're like, well, that guy said it's round, and I don't know, everyone just knows it is. It's common sense, so it must be round. And um, that's not very scientific. <laughs> I don't know. Shouldn't you see it yourself? How are we supposed to know? Kind of looks flat to me. But I don't know. Maybe it's round. Maybe it's flat. I don't really give a fuck. I know I'm stuck here. Until Elon Musk takes us to Mars. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway. That's all I got to say about the intellectuals and pseudo-intellectuals. And you know who these people are. Many of them reside in Hollywood. Or, you know, they're reporters, journalists are, are notorious for this. Um, a lot of them are college-educated. College professors are notorious pseudo-intellectuals. And it's a shame because some people are really knowledgeable in their field and uh, but could still hold some really fucking retarded beliefs that make no sense. Um, and the, the ones that get me the most, though, are the rappers. The rappers who who do the pseudo intellectual thing, when they'll like make a song and try to be well, like first of all, their whole career leading up to this point was all just the most ignorant shit, glorifying shooting people and fucking drug use and and all this shit, which I've done. It's all good, but um, and then they try to turn around though and like support some candidate for office and like switch to politics and um. 
I don't know. Once in a while, you'll see a, a kind of a more mainstream rap artist come out with a song, and it's you know it takes the world by storm. Everyone's like, "Wow, so edgy! How did they? You know, they're they're so brave to be speaking on all these topics." And it's just like they're just regurgitating the fucking CNN talking points. It's like it's nothing new. It's nothing that we didn't already know. And uh, they're just giving the most mainstream fucking sheepish interpretation of what's going on. You saw it a lot in like 2020 and 2021 when the the Black Lives Matter shit was going on. And then all of a sudden, everyone became an activist. Especially in 2020 when Trump was in office and it was like the hip thing to do to like diss the president. And like, look at where we are right now with Joe Biden. He's clearly just a way worse president. Everything is so much worse than uh, it was under Trump. I mean, at least economically. I guess there's no more mean tweets. The guy probably doesn't even know how to fucking use a cell phone, though. Uh, But, you know, everything's more expensive. People are making less money. The economy's fucked. Inflation, like, recession and... (laughs) But no one's making songs about Joe Biden. What's up with that shit? And if you were to make a song about Joe Biden, you would just immediately be labeled like a Trump tard or some shit, or a racist or something. So it's pretty amazing how they've um, like set the stage for where we are at right now, where you can't even criticize the president who's in office because they'll immediately associate you with being a supporter of the last president. But it's like, wait, I didn't like that fucking guy either. I don't like any of these guys. But this is how they've trained us to think with that, uh, the, um, there's only two ways of thinking. You know, it's the, uh, the left-right dichotomy that they use to, to control our minds. If you don't like this person, well, you must like this person. It's like, no, I fucking dislike them both, actually. So, yeah, um, I think I think the rap industry, hip-hop, especially the mainstream shit, but also a lot of independent rappers, too, they just fall for this stuff. And um, it's funny, the independent guys who, like, you could tell their whole... Um, their whole strategy is to just mimic whatever the mainstream artists are doing. And like they see a mainstream artist kind of having success with a certain strategy or a certain topic, so they just like, well, I guess I'll fucking do that. I don't know. And uh, very little innovation. But as they say, there's nothing new under the sun. But maybe we'll leave on a high note here. What is good in the world? Man, I, I went on a a beautiful hike the other day. Actually, yesterday was the other day. And, uh, man, it was incredible. Absolutely fucking incredible. The mountains are looking beautiful. Lots of flowers. So, do yourself a favor. Unplug. Man, get away from the social media. So much negativity. I spread a lot of negativity on social media, but it's like it feeds on me. It's like, uh, shit makes you feel bad. You You look at it and you're like, always comparing yourself to somebody else's life. And you got like all these influencers and everyone, everyone looks like they're doing something way fucking cooler than what you're doing. And it's depressing. It's like, oh, this guy's in 
fucking Tulum. Or this chick, she's in Tulum and she's uh incredible looking and rich and fucking has like not an ounce of fat on her and uh I really want to bang her. Why am I sitting here at work? <laughs> you know, why don't I live that life? And I think that's what social media is designed to do. If it's not designed to do that, it's certainly um that's what it's become. So I think a lot of us would be better off mentally, spiritually, just minimizing that shit. But it sucks you in, man. And, uh, geez, they're kind of making everything dependent on it, too. As far as business, especially if you're kind of trying to be like an entertainer or whatever, a musician or an artist or of any kind, you pretty heavily dependent on social media. It's hard to get away from it. But uh, it ain't doing nothing good for us. I'll tell you that much. So with that, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to send you away with some uh, The Killers. Love The Killers. So check it out. Uh, HomageTheLineKiller.com Follow me on the socials. Homage, H-0-M-A-G-E on Instagram. Homage TV on YouTube. I'm going to go record some music now. It's been a while. Got some stuff to get off my chest. So thanks for listening. Until next time, peace out.